Hey everyone, this is Paige Allen. I'm one of the hosts of Bloom Talks, and today you are listening to a very special episode because it's Bloom Talks Live. That's right. We recorded three live podcasts just a couple weeks ago at Church on the Rock, and so these episodes may sound a little different, but they are still going to be just as powerful. You're going to hear the audience in the background hooping and hollering, and we're probably even going to make a few side jokes. But what I loved about these episodes is that these are three women who appeared on previous podcasts and where their stories paused at the last podcast, basically we're finding out what's happened next. And all three of these, it's miraculous things. So let's jump right in. I believe you are going to be encouraged as you hear these stories. welcome you to this episode of Bloom Talks. And we're bringing up our guest, our first guest, Lacey Quavey. Let me tell you a little bit about Lacey as she comes up here. First of all, if you did not hear the first episode we did with Lacey, you need to go listen to it because it alone was a powerful story of God's healing power. It will bless your life so much. But Lacey, Lacey is one of my... Lacey's just one of my favorite people. She's a, she's a fun lady. You're one of my favorites. Oh, thanks. We have known each other since you were like in college. Yeah. Let's not say how long. Okay, let's not. <laughs> We've known each other for a long time. And Lacey is married to Luke, and she has two beautiful boys, young boys. And um, yeah, so welcome to the podcast, Lacey. Thank you. It's good to be back. <laughs> no, it is. I was looking back today, and you were actually not, it wasn't that long ago that you were on. It was April of this year. Yeah, life kind of took a steep turn. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Just April. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, we're just going to invite you to tell us a little bit about your story since we last talked in April. Okay. We may interrupt you with questions, but. Okay, sounds good. Well, um. Some of y'all have followed. Um, I have a Facebook group called Walking in a Miracle. I started it because my family got COVID at the end of May. Um, My husband ended up in the hospital with COVID pneumonia. He was on the COVID floor for two days. Then I had a call from the doctor saying, hey, he's he's not doing well. We're going to um, put him in ICU. He was there for two days and Uh, The evening of that second day, he almost passed away um, from complications. And the next day we were stable, so we were feeling pretty good. And then uh, that next morning I get a call and it's our favorite doctor saying, you need to get up here now, um, right now. And so I rush up and there is a, a team of doctors and they are completely discouraged. They had just taken Luke's x-rays, chest x-rays, and it was even worse. And so they were telling us, you know, even though he had some energy left, we needed to go ahead and put him on the vent because um, he was already getting too weak. However, his case is so severe that it would take months and months before he came off the ventilator. And even then he may not wake up. So um, a lot of bad choices. You know, it was a really bad situation. And 
Um, I walked into the hospital room to talk to my husband and we prayed and I had to make the decision to put him on the ventilator. And we had a moment where we got to say our goodbyes and those, those are things, I mean, it's really hard, those, those memories. And uh, they put him on the ventilator and he crashed while doing that. But because they were in the room, they were able to stabilize him. And I went home that day and I was so completely numb to everything. And that afternoon I had a complete meltdown, a panic attack. What I now know is while I was having that panic attack, the Pursue Worship team had gathered and they were interceding for my family. And I had lots of friends interceding in that moment. And I believe even though I couldn't pray myself, I had those people went before me and they created an open heaven because the next morning I was still very, very numb. And I said only five words to the Lord, I need a second opinion. And so I was going to meet with the doctors and I, he was at Covenant and I walk across the sky bridge and at the sky bridge, there are these five angels and they're dressed in medical garb. And I just, I should have been startled, kind of like Mary, like, oh, peace be to you. <laughs> but I just looked at him and I'm like, you're here for Luke. And they said, yes. I said, would you walk with me? I said, always. And so they walked me across the hospital and we went into his room. And the only way I know how to explain what they were doing was they were, they were looking at their charts and they were shaking their heads. And I felt like the Holy Spirit dropped into my heart. Like they're looking at potential unmet, prophecy not fulfilled, life not yet lived. Because it says God has numbered our days. Like he knows what he has written in the book. And what is my reality right now is not what heaven says. And so I looked at the head angel and said, what do I do? And he said, you worship. And so as I worshiped, there was this scripture that came to mind and it, I would call it one of those Passover scriptures, you know, like you pass it over as you go to the next story, like you just kind of skim through it. Um, but it was John six sixty three, and it says it is the spirit that gives life. Everything of the natural realm is of no help. And everything in my natural realm was of no help. And so I felt like when that scripture came forward, I, I felt like I was given a sword and it was super sharp. And I fought with that. It, it was how I warred. It was how I prayed. Everything I said was based off of, I'm speaking to the spirit. And in that worship time that I had in his room, I felt like I had an open vision of walking into the throne room and there Jesus sitting on the mercy seat and there is the accuser and he is accusing and calling for my husband's life. And Jesus is patient and he's looking at me, waiting for me to speak. And I just, the words weren't mine. I felt like, I felt like a lawyer almost. Um, like the Holy Spirit was my second chair feeding me all the good stuff because my mind was blank at the moment. But I just looked at Jesus and I'm like, you didn't allow this. The enemy has trespassed on kingdom territory. And I, 
am asking for a resolution from my king to make this right. And he smiled and then something just, I mean, got me mad. Like I got mad seeing the accuser right there and I'm like, I don't ask for just the sevenfold restoration. I am asking to plunder his camp because he has trespassed on my family. And I felt the delight of the Lord go, yes. And I would love to say in that moment, things turned around, but they didn't. Like the song that we sang, um, I will trust you. I sang that over Luke. And it's hard to sing, I trust you when I didn't know, like, I remember a, a moment where I said to the Lord, if you, if you take him, I will still say you are good and I will still teach my kids that are your, you are good, but I will go into that morgue first and I will try to raise him from the dead. <laughs> so I just, there was a, a warrior spirit that came in that, but things changed when my kids got home. So my parents had my boys and they got home and I wanted to be honest with the situation. And so I, I told Aiden, you know, this is, you know, dad's not gonna wake up for weeks is what they're saying. And he said, ah, no problem. We'll just pray weeks into days and days into hours. And I wish I could tell you that I was like, yes. But it, my mama heart was going, oh, if this doesn't go well, this is gonna really hurt. And sure enough, I walked into the hospital that next morning. They, the doctor, when he was put on the vent, he had stood at the foot of the bed and just kept saying over and over, you're never gonna wake up, you're never gonna wake up. In fact, I sent that doctor from the room, like you need to leave um, because we're gonna pray. <laughs> And that doctor met me and he, was, he said, uh, I, I can't explain it, but he's doing better. His chest x-rays look better and we're gonna take him off the paralytic. We're gonna see how, and this was like days before they were even gonna try this. And I asked to see the x-ray and the x-ray when they vented him, he had one whole lung full of pneumonia. The other one was just a fraction and the other one, after my son prayed, was 40% clear. So there's a long story. I want to be respectful of time, but um, the power of prayer, um, the power of people surrounding us. Um, there we later found out that we had hundreds of people praying for us. Um, we had the church in Iraq in Iran because I have friends there. We had people in Louisiana and Arkansas, California. Um, people who had never met me went to the mat for me and they were, they were fasting. They took turns fasting. Um, it, was, it was incredible. And so my husband is home. He is, uh, they put him on ECMO because um, things had turned bad again they told me that he would at least be there nine weeks um, on ECMO, but probably three months. My husband is the fastest person to ever get off of ECMO in nine days. They said nine weeks turned to nine days. So. Whew, I told you I would cry. <laughs> Lacey, 
asked me to have tissues available for her, and she did has okay. not used a single one. But <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this because we have talked, and God God taught you so much through this, and you you know like this is something that God wants to impart into others. Um, so I just want you to to share a little bit about that. What is it that you see Him? wanting to impart to others? The, rev, the main revelation that I feel called, like I feel like, I mean, it's like every beat of my heart. Of, we're not of this world. We are in a different kingdom and we operate by different rules and they're in the Bible. Like in every scripture in the Bible, that is our weapon, but it only works if it's led by the Holy Spirit. So like that Passover scripture that I would have never used to war with, it became the sharpest sword in my arsenal. And it was because it was the Holy Spirit. So having, knowing, reading the word, treasuring the word, and then having this mindset of no, like I am... I am a keeper. I have authority in the atmosphere that I am in and I have authority and the enemy cannot trespass. Like I know the promises that the Lord has given me and those are firm. I can stand on those and I can war from a place of security and, and go after it. Even when everything looks like, I mean, it looked really hopeless. I mean, you came into the room one day. I did. Yeah. And it, it looked hopeless. It looked hopeless. Yeah. And I, I have to tell you though, I was so, uh, it was right before they put him on the ECMO and they secretly allowed someone to come sit with you. And, um, they felt bad, um, because I had been mourning. Mm -hmm. Um, they had told me that he most likely wouldn't make it through it. And I had been mourning for about five hours straight and they they had compassion. Yeah, yeah. But even then, you you were fighting. And you, I don't know if you will even remember, but you really started talking to me about the, the prophetic words that had been declared over his life that have not come to pass yet. And so, you know, Scripture even talks about we can use those words as warfare, you yeah. know. And um, so, I, do, you have, do you have a question? Okay. I... <laughs> I, I just really feel like I want you to impart this. I, um, cause I think it, I think there is, there are some, some of you that are dealing with issues of physical healing, but this goes beyond that. This goes beyond this. This goes to us getting on the offensive. This goes to us, um, almost, you know, it talks about, he gives us the keys to the kingdom and we don't always know what those are, but I think this is one of the keys to the kingdom. It's God unlocking the power of his word in conjunction with the Holy Spirit, like you're talking about. And I think because he has literally just, he just like sent you to boot camp on how to, on how oh to do man. this. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I, I think too, here's what I want women to understand. You, like you said, you were not okay. You were, you were having panic attacks. You were grieving. You were overwhelmed. And even in that place, God empowered you. 
I think too often we believe the lie that we have to have it all together before we can do the warfare. But it's when we're weak and we just, I mean, and we step into our place and in the kingdom of God that, man, he shows up. And so, I'm sorry, I'm just starting to preach now. But I want you, not me, I want you, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask Lacey just to pray over us. Can we do that? And here's what I want us to do. If you really want to receive this, if you want to receive this revelation, if you want to receive this impartation, I'm going to ask you literally to stand up like you're going to take your place. And as she gets done praying over us, Dusty's actually going to come out and we're going to, he's going to just kind of lead us in one song. And I just want it to like soak in our spirit. Does that sound good? So, all right. I think you're supposed to stand up too. So um, <laughs> everyone listening on the podcast later on, you maybe just need to stand up unless you're driving in your car and then um, <laughs> don't do that. But um, I want to receive it too. So you just go for it, girl. You, you just declare these things over us and we are going to receive it. We are going to receive this key to the kingdom. Father, we delight in you because you you're everything. You're the breath in our lungs. You're the, the author of our stories, Father. And I just, I declare that you are good beyond everything that is in this world. You are 100% good, Father. And so I pray right now in this atmosphere that you would just reveal to women who they are in you, Father. I pray for them to have the revelation of a mind shift where they are, they are no longer of the natural realm, but they are firmly placing themselves in the kingdom, God. And Lord, I ask for a download of what it means to operate in the kingdom. We have different rules. We have different laws. We have different access. Father, we have access to go to your mercy seat and calmly and securely ask for you to act on our behalf because we know the promises that you give us are yes and amen. Father, I pray for every woman who is fighting a battle, Lord, that you would put in her hand the scripture she needs to war for her family, to war for her health, to war in her school, to war wherever you have placed her, Father, that every woman here is an atmosphere changer. God, that they will change the atmosphere so that you create around them an open heaven. Father, and I also feel inspired to pray for women who want to see in the supernatural. If you want to see angels, if you want to see into the spiritual realm, please raise your hand and just say, this is me, I want this. Father, I pray for the eyesight that you've given me that you would impart to these women, Father, that we would walk in confidence knowing we are walking with angels, we are walking with the Holy Spirit, Father. Lord, I ask for blessing over each woman. I pray, pray that you would seal it upon their hearts, that they are your daughters. They are the women on the, the watchtower. They are looking out and they are protecting their family and they can stand firm no matter what and say no more. The enemy cannot trespass here. Father, I, pr I thank you. I thank you for everything that you have done, God. And I just, I pray that you would rise up confidence in every woman that is here tonight and every woman listening on the podcast. This is for you as well. In your name I pray, amen. 
Thanks so much for listening today to Bloom Talks. I pray that today's episode ministered to you. And if it did, I'd love for you to follow up and help us get the word out more about Bloom Talks. You can do that by liking, subscribing, or sharing today's episode with a friend or maybe to everyone in your social media feed. Until next time, hope you have an amazing week and then we'll see you back here on Bloom Talks.